My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence on Set Podcast. For today's podcast, we're catching up with Benjamin Mascalo, who appeared as Roy in Time is Up and is now in its sequel, Game of Love. For Game of Love, Roy and Vivian arrive at Roy's childhood home to prepare for the sale of a family estate. A woman arrives and lines are crossed as secrets from Roy's past force the couple to face aspects of their relationship. So here to talk about Game of Love is Benjamin Mascalo. So I want to, I'm just going to jump in because I know we have like yes. limited time and I have so many questions. So I want to start off with Roy. How yes. do you feel that he has changed from the first movie into now the new movie Game of Love? Well, the first thing he he is in love for the, really the first time in his life. Like it's the first time he has a relationship. So he, he never believed in love before meeting Vivian. And, you know, he kind of found out this new thing about love in the first movie, but now he's in a relationship. So they've been together for a while now. So they're going through the struggles that every young couple goes through, you know, and maybe distance, maybe, uh, maybe, um, jealousy there's there's a lot of things involved so i feel like he's learning and it's changing and in the first movie it was very nuclear in terms of locations and you guys were kind of all together this movie is much more global right you travel uh, there's a lot of different like kind of elements that take place new characters that we meet so as an actor when you read that script how do you prepare to kind of change a little bit of roy's mentality in terms of his feelings right because he's in a completely environment a different environment where he feels very uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Let's say that's uh, without spoiling much for the for the listeners. He he goes back to his uh, hometown in Italy. So he's he's facing uh, a whole part of his life of his roots that he hasn't faced in a long time because he's been living in the U.S. far away from let's say his hometown in Sicily. So it's it's uh, his feelings are completely different, and he is actually um, meeting a side of uh, he's uh, finding out of his side of his family that he he knows, but he hasn't really uh, related that much to them lately. So it's it's definitely challenging for him to make make it work uh, and to make relationship work in a different culture. And, and I can feel like I can relate with that. <laughs> I was going to say, like, <laughs> there might be some parallels for you, especially. Oh, there, there, is. there is no doubt. There is no doubt. And then how do you feel the relationship between Vivian and Roy have kind of like evolved over time? Because it's very different in this film as well, because now you guys are established, right? In the first film, we're kind of meeting you guys. And then, you know, various things happen and ultimately you guys kind of reconnect. In this film, you're together and you're traveling. And so what was that like in terms of trying to extend the relationship and add something to it? Yeah, let's say, like you said, the the first movie is actually the real challenge is how to make it work between two people that are from very different backgrounds, very different families, uh, different values, different life stories and how to make it work. And we have, for whoever's seen the first movie, it has a good ending. Uh, but but the second movie, it, it's a different kind of challenge for for Roy and Vivian, and it's it's not anymore about you know getting together. It's about making it work in time and making it work with cultural differences and making it work with traveling, making it work with, with different even life goals because you know she's uh, gonna study at university and and Roy still doesn't know what he's gonna do exactly. 
So it's something we can all relate to, I believe. It's the struggles of making a relationship work because, you know, love is beautiful, but love is not enough. Sometimes you have to really make a lot of sacrifices to make a relationship work. Yeah. And you made like a great point when you said like, you know, love is beautiful, but there's still like sacrifice. I feel like these Mm -hmm. two, like for this couple, they go through a lot of that, right? Where it's like so beautiful to see them together, but there's so many struggles that they have to go through. So for, you know, you and like working with Bella, like how do you guys kind of choreograph that in terms of balancing out to show how much they love each other and that like this fighting is not necessarily negative. It's just a part of being in a relationship for these characters. So how do you guys work to make sure that that comes across on screen? Yeah, that's that's a good question. Honestly, like I I totally understand where you come from with that, and it's it's interesting because, like you said, there's a, there has to be a balance. I feel like that uh, no matter how hard they fight and how uh, far apart they go, there's always a part of them that wants to work it out. And I feel like that's fundamental in in a couple that loves each other is that even if you don't agree with the other person, even if you are really mad and upset in the moment there's still a part of you that wants to work it out. So eventually, whether it takes one day, two days, a week, the time it takes, you are going to go back to the person and be like, you know, I've thought about it. You know, this is where I, w- I was wrong. And maybe the other person does the same thing. And that's where you find a common ground. And I feel like we are, we find our own way to convey that in a in movie. Yeah, you do. You guys do a really good job of kind of keeping that balance because there's no doubt when you watch it that you guys the characters that they love each other you know there's no doubt about that yeah. it's just yeah. the struggles that we all go through right and so yeah. you guys do a really great job of kind of balancing that line like teetering between like oh are they gonna break up and it's not gonna work out for them or are they gonna make it through and it always seems like you guys will make it through you know that this couple's strong and there's something behind there i wanted to ask you too you know for roy like have you do you feel like in this film in particular that he expresses himself a little more than in the first film yeah i feel like uh he he's uh, by character he's very dark and very introspective but i do feel like he opens up more in this movie and i feel like the beautiful thing is that he opens up because he vivian makes him open up you know he he's teaching teaching him literally how to open up to the world and how to put himself out there, even with the, you know, the risk of getting hurt, because that's what happens when you make yourself vulnerable, you risk getting hurt, but it's part of the process. And and I feel like uh, Vivian really helps him in that. And does it help you too, like as an actor, that your character is always in like, dark colors and muted and Vivian's always in like bright colors. And I feel like that represents so much of the personality differences between the two of you. Um, So does it help when you get into that like wardrobe and you guys are, you know, acting, does that add a layer for you? Like to kind of become Roy and become very introverted and, you know, in his thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. I I feel like it does help me a lot. It's kind of funny because I have a part of my personality is like that. But the people that really know me know that I'm, I can be very, very much even the opposite. So it's kind of funny because I'm feeding into a part of me to, to build Roy's character. And yes, definitely. I like, you know, he, he's a very much a, a lone wolf in, in the way he is. And he's learning how to relate to others. And yeah, I, I can relate to that too. And what was like your favorite part? Because it's so beautiful and the sets are amazing. The acting's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You guys did such a great job. But what was your favorite part in this film? Because, I mean, everything that you see is beautiful. There's gorgeous sets or or real locations that you guys are working on. So what was that like? And what was like your favorite kind of moment 
on set? There were a lot of beautiful moments. I must say one of the uh, the most fun was riding for the first time a motorbike. I, I never uh, used a motorbike in my life. Mm-hmm. I actually learned how to uh, drive a car for the last movie, uh, which wow. is kind of funny because I, I don't have a license. So I always, I, I, live, in, <laughs> I live in Italy now, I live in, in, in this small town. I go around with my little bicycle. That's what I do. So it's kind of funny that, but I learned how to uh, drive a car for the first movie and now learn how to ride a motorbike for the second movie. And I just, uh, I had fun, you know, going around on a motorbike for the first time. And in such a beautiful scenery because Sicily is beautiful. And that part of Italy is literally, it's near the town of Noto. A just amazing countryside, amazing city. So there was there was fun, you know, getting to know my country better. And all the whole experience is it's a learning thing. Like it's it's my second movie, so I'm still very new to this uh, work, to this job. So everything is a learning experience, and it's I take home a lot of lessons, you know. What are you excited uh, for fans to see about this film? And then also, will there be a third one? Uh, I don't know if there's going to be a third movie. I definitely had a great experience shooting this movie, number one, number two. So I'm open to the idea. Absolutely. absolutely. I love, you know, working on this project. But I don't have an answer to that. And because I don't have an answer of that, I feel like the fans are going to enjoy the fact that it might be the last time that they might see me and Bella on camera, you know, not only on camera, you know, uh, in, in as absolute terms. So, you know, fans might find that interesting. And especially that, you know, the last scene is like a beautiful scene. So it's not like it's something yeah. that's negative to end on either. If that's the last time we see the two characters together. Yeah, it could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope there's another movie and I know fans are super excited. And I guess like my I'll just end with my last question. Is there anything that you would want to tell fans that are like dying to see this movie that are so excited to see these characters grow and be together and kind of follow their adventure. I just, if I could uh, speak to each fan, would be just say I'm really grateful to for for them for supporting this project, for showing up in theaters, for showing up, for buying the movie, for watching it uh, on streaming and everything because they it's because of them that we had a chance to do number two and and here we are now and I'm just very grateful. So thank you. Well, I want to thank you so much. You're so good in the movie. You were so good in the first one. Thank you. So good in the second one. I think the storytelling is amazing. Your acting is amazing. I'm just so impressed by you. And I'm like this for another movie. So um, just congratulations. And I can't wait to see all your future projects. I think you're going to be doing a ton of stuff. So just congratulations. Thank you so much. That's so nice of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time out to speak with me. I know you have a busy day, so I appreciate it. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to Benjamin Mascalo talk about Game of Love and what fans can expect from the sequel. The movie is currently streaming now on Prime Video and is also available worldwide October 14th. So make sure to go and check it out. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content.